What's up and welcome to the Invincibly Broken Podcast, a weekly talk show hosted by your boys, Orlando and Julian, talking about today's society, their family lives, and anything they damn well please. So sit back, relax, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show. So, Julian, I want to talk about your body tonight. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Haven't had this conversation with my wife in a little bit, so it's kind of nice. I welcome the change. <laughs> You're welcoming the change of having a conversation about your body. Hey, man. Got to have options. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't want to necessarily talk about your body, but I wanted to talk about men's perception of their bodies and the issues that they have with, with body image. Cause we've, you know, we've, we've chit chatted about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and talking about topics that men usually have a hard time talking about. And I, this is something that I think is, it's really interesting, even though I feel like in society it's made a tad bit of progress, you know, um, with, with how we look at, the male body and the acceptance of a male body from both sides, from women and men. But I still think that there's a lot of body image issues out there. What do you think? This is uh, interestingly enough. I think this is at least from your opening statement. I think this is one of those where I think I'm going to have to disagree with you on as far as the progress portion Mm -hmm. of it, the existence of the issues with the body image. um, Yeah. 100%, but I don't, with the progress, I I don't, I I don't think, I I think we still haven't taken those steps towards that acceptance. Now, I do agree that the focus has shifted a little bit in Mm -hmm. the sense that traditionally, I guess, the the biggest, when it came to like body image was definitely on the woman. You know, because they're reading, you know, Mademoiselle, Mm. fucking Cosmopolitan and Mm. all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. So that... And that's still a big issue. That is still a big issue. Absolutely. And and now with social media, with all the IG, Uh you know, uh models and all that stuff. So that's even more in your face nowadays. But what I have noticed that 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 issue has shifted more towards the males as well. Mm -hmm. In the sense that, yeah, okay, you had GQ, you know, or if you're a bodybuilder, you went into like Men's Health magazine, mm-hmm, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, okay. But it, it seems to me up until like maybe 10 years ago, it really started hitting home with men as far as that body image. Yeah. Um, well, because they saw it more, right? Because of social media. Because, you know, you started seeing people on their feeds and as, especially now, if you think about it, because, you know, when social media first started really making its paving its way into dominance we were still in our early 20s so it was something that 
we really didn't have anything to look back on because we were in our 20s we looked we looked good we felt good you know we didn't we weren't really concerned about things like that but as as time comes on and you're looking at you know those the the those young those young bucks coming up you know and and we're sitting here and are getting into our middle of our lives it, you know it could definitely give some what's the word i'm looking for uh uh, self-consciousness when it comes to things like that. But I mean, um, so yes, again, and, and I, I I'm in agreements with you. Agreements. Is that a word? Agreements? Agreements. I don't think so. I think agreement you, yeah. is the word that I was looking for, mm-hmm. but You're like combining agreement and grievance together in, in one. Wow. You're giving me grammar like tips. Awesome. Uh, I'm not just a pretty face, but go ahead. But I, I agree with you as far as the 22. I don't think, well, I mean, again, going back to the whole theme of me being an introvert, you know, I, I, I don't think that I was like, ooh, like a physical specimen, but I don't think we paid as much attention to it as we do now. And I'm not talking about us now that we're in um, mm-hmm. Welcome to our midlife crisis, everybody. Now that we're in our forties, almost in our forties, mm-hmm. where these things are a little bit more prevalent, and we're looking at like you know all these older dudes on social media that mm-hmm. look like jacked and completely <laughs> ripped, and you're like, um, he's fifty, <laughs> and I look like a genetic wonder fuck right now. Um, <laughs> so it's, I, I, it's more prevalent. We're seeing more of it now. So I think that's why it's more of an issue because mm-hmm. when we were in our twenties, yeah, we saw it. But I mean, unless you subscribe to, you know, men's health, unless you subscribe to any of these magazines, since all these publications weren't so readily available online, it wasn't in our face as much mm-hmm. online. So, and, and that's a good point. And I, and I agree with you, but I also think that it, in the men's, in men's psyche, right. We've though it wasn't something that we talked about or something that maybe was mainstream because we, there wasn't a, a spotlight being shined on it, like, like social media, you know, obviously you had movies and magazines, like you said, but I feel like there was all men have always dealt with body image issues. You know, they might not talk about it, but I mean, like, if you really think about it, like, you know, if you go back to like the eighties, you know, stuff like hair club for men was out there. Hair loss has always been a very big, a very big um, commercial avenue for advertisement for men. And I know there's a lot of dudes out there that have a hard time with with hair loss. That you know they hold on to that as well. No, present company excluded. But, no, no, uh, no, no, it's not. Nah, it's included because. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm going through that right now. You know, nah, I'm nah. going through that male pattern baldness, and me personally. I'm I'm at that point. I'm like, fuck it, I'll shave it off. But the wife, no, nah, don't shave it. She doesn't want me to go bald. But I'm like, uh, I kind of really can't do anything about yeah. it unless I, I I fork over like ten grand. And and it's funny that you mentioned that because the hair club. So I did a little bit of research as far as the hair restoration. So before, um, the big one in the '80s and '90s was hair club for men. Yeah. I'm not only the hair club president, but I'm also a client. <laughs> but then like Bosley came out, but now you research and there's like tons of them. Like, and, yeah. and they're even going out and getting like these famous spokespeople mm-hmm. like restore 
Yep. Restore is one of the biggest ones that they're what they're using. Probably two of the biggest alpha males out there, which are Hall of Fame football players, Deion Sanders and Brian Erlach. Yep. Yeah. No, and, and, I, and, and, and again, I did a little digging and it is projected that by the 2026, the hair restoration industry is going to be a 12 billion, billion with a B, billion dollar industry. It's crazy. All, all quite honestly, need. they're probably going to get about 10 grand for me yeah. because I don't want to be bald. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, like, and honestly, it's all leaning in on men's insecurity. It, it's it's crazy how these how these companies they just pick a focal point, like a pain point in image. You can make the same argument with plastic surgery for women. You know, I mean, even men, because I know I know guys who've augmented their body because they weren't comfortable with what they look like. So it's almost it, it's it's become easy for people to change themselves. And to physically hide their insecurities, but they're not really solving that underlying issue, right? So, and it's an evolution. So, and again, going back, you know, didn't really, I mean, I don't think I'm ugly, you know, I don't, but you know, there's some things. I think you're sexy as fuck. Well, thank you very much. For a 40 year old who's balding. Oh. Thank you. I got to put you in a category, but go ahead. All right. I appreciate that. Um, but, you know, even growing up, like in my early 20s, um, and I used to always joke around saying that my unibrow, I have a gnarly unibrow. Like my, my, <laughs> I my think wife. Every la- everything, I think most Latinos have that gnarly unibrow, bro. So, so my wife jokingly calls it the franchise because it looks like the, the, the <laughs> McDonald's M. So she's like, you're growing a franchise because it looks like the Golden Arches, but black. Uh, um, so for, for many years, I was like, yeah, that's just who I am. But then after a while, I was like, oh, this thing is starting to kind of look like a really long caterpillar. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll trim the middle of it, you know, make them you know, two separate entities, mm-hmm. but you know, but that's a quick fix. But now, you know, I'm getting to that point. I'm like, fuck, I'm bald. I'm, I'm like, I, I, you know, in the military, I used to get a high and tight. Now I have a low and loose <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's horrifying. You know, my brother, you know, he started losing his hair when and he's like 19 and he's been shaving his head since like his early twenties. And I'm like, so let me ask you a question. So, so since, since you brought it up with your, with your hair loss, when you first started losing your hair, like, how did you feel? Like, was it like some massive, like you went into like this deep depression, like, holy shit, I'm losing my hair. What the fuck am I going to do? I know I was in denial about it for a while. And then, um, it just has so happens that I saw a picture of me and it was kind of like a high angle. I was sitting down and it was a high angle and mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Now, Again, going back into my family history, my father was bald, you know, his brothers were bald, my brother's bald. Um, and, and it's funny because they say that the actual, the, the baldness is actually um, a trait the mom. from the mom. Mm-hmm. And my mom's got a full head of hair. My grandfather on my father's side died with a full head of hair. I thought I was going to get that, um, except he, he went gray really early. I, I started going gray really early. And uh, my brother used to make fun of me saying, hey, you're going gray. I was like, I'd rather go gray than go away like you. But then now I'm like, fuck, karma. Um, and to be quite honest, like I'm looking at, you know, now they're, they're starting to put out again, social media, big proponent of this. You know, they're putting out like all the, oh, this found that 
bald men are even more sexier that they put pictures of the rock. They put pictures of Jason Statham and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm telling my wife, I'm like, Hey man, they're sexy. And I've actually shaved my head, like completely shaved my head on mm-hmm. more than a few occasions, but you know, just the wife doesn't like it. And I'm, you know, come on, let's be honest. I still got to get to the end of that rainbow. Let me ask you this. Do you like it? Do you prefer bald or do you prefer rocking? I would prefer, prefer to have locks. I yeah, would love but, no, to but have that's a not, full but that's, not, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm ask, what I'm asking you is, do you prefer right now with, your, with, with you, your hair thinning, do you prefer the look that you have now or would you, do you, would you prefer to be bald? Like which one makes you feel more confident? Because I've seen you in pictures completely bald. That doesn't look bad at all. And I'm not saying you look bad now, but I'm just asking like for you as a man, when you look in the mirror and you get dressed, you go to work and stuff like that. Like, how does that? Okay. So my issue is that I don't, you know, it, it's just like up top here. So unless mm-hmm. you're taller than me, you're not going to see it mm-hmm. for the most part. So, you know, I, I got my little bob here that I do mm-hmm. and you can't really tell unless I look down and like tie my shoes and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh. <laughs> you got that fryer monk thing going over there. Um, fryer tuck. No, no, monk, monk. Not, I know fryer tuck, but anyway. Anyway, go ahead. You know, um, if I had a preference, I, I, I want to keep my hair. I would love to stop my hair, you know? I, so, I you feel, love, so you feel I more confident love, with your hair? Yes, I would love to be that dude that has a full head of hair and completely gray. That salt and pepper? No, no. Now, again, with you, uh, you got like one kind of? No, I got a lot. I, I, you, can't, you really can't tell because usually when... Like, so I have the reverse problem with Julian. I have hair that I can let people borrow. My hair is like stupid thick. Like you could, yank, you could pull on it and not even a follicle will fall out. But um, I'm starting to get the salt and pepper on the side. But since I cut my hair on the sides really low... I usually do like you a skin really fade. Yeah, I do a skin fade and, and um, I keep the, sh- the, the top relatively short, but I got like kind of like the Fantastic Four, the Reed Richards going, the side, okay. the side so whites. I, I, I was, okay, now that you're bringing up comic books from like about age 15, I started to look like uh, Jonas from Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Like he's got yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, yeah, white yeah, yeah, over yeah. here and the black up here. That's me. Yeah, um, I, I mean. And at I, first I was like, oh, great. But now I think I, I have... I would do me. I think that's hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know. I don't, I, me personally, I don't know how whatever I would ever feel about it. Like, I'm not sensitive about my hair. It's probably because I've had so much because of you it. Still have it. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, I'm being honest with you, man. I mean, we could talk about some body insecurities later, but that's just the way I've listen, always. We're felt. going from the top down. But, yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like one long insecurity. Let, let's, let's go past. <laughs> <laughs> you got an hour. I, I got a lot of body insecurities. Let's, let's talk about that beak on lot. your face. <laughs> no, just with the, what just, the schnoz just, right here? <laughs> this monument to the booger I got over here. Anyway, all right. Let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. But um, so that's <laughs> all. <laughs> I think body images and insecurities have been extremely prevalent for for decades. For probably since the existence of man. Regardless of the, the, even when we, we've talked in the past about being manly and toxic masculinity, you know, a lot of those issues come from insecurities, right? So this has obviously been an issue that not talked about very often. 
whether we're talking about weight, we're talking about hair loss, whether we're talking about a big nose or we're talking about big feet, small hands, you know, penis size, right? Because that's, that's always been a hot topic for years. Um, so it's always been an issue. But to your point earlier, you kind of have mentioned how in the last decade we've made some, not really progress, but we've put more attention on, you know, not what the mainstream media, as far as social media and movies, like, you know, the, the, the rock hard abs, the cut guy, the Jason Stratums, the rock, you know, even fucking Sylvester Stallone at age 87 still looks jacked and incredible but like you know prior to 2018 like nobody really talked about like the dad bod right you know and and it's a reference to if you don't know what the dad bod is now but it's a reference to um a a man's body what a man's body looked like after he has kids not because he doesn't physically have children but because men have it they basically they, they they were stereotyping that men usually have a tendency to let themselves go after they gotten married and after they have kids so so there's an old dad bod dad joke Mm -hmm. about that that says about why is it that when men after they get married they start gaining weight Mm -hmm. it's it's very old um it's 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 a spanish joke but it translates into english it says because when a man is um single he will wake up in the middle of the night go to the refrigerator and say, look in the refrigerator and say, "Ah, same thing again, go back to bed. Now, after a man's been married for a while, he'll look under the sheets at his wife and say, "Ah, the same thing again and go to the refrigerator. (laughs) So it's kind of like the same parallel that (laughs) it's a a terrible joke. (laughs) It's horrible. It's horrible. But we're talking about the same thing because you're talking about that, you know, the dad bod and, um, I lost my train of thought where I was going with that one, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it up until like right prior to 2018, you know, they started going like that and they, they started talking about the uh, retrosexual or, you know, like when they're, everybody was talking about like the, the metrosexual and, you know, like, right. The, Do you remember that? Like when metrosexuality was becoming oh, yeah. a thing, it was, it, it was and, a big and, thing. And I remember because this was around the time when. I was in high school. I know I called you a million times. Yeah, a, a, yeah a, a, absolutely. A, a metrosexual. If anything, if I've ever gotten teased, the most I probably have ever gotten teased in my life is about my upkeep, that I care about what I look like and being called metrosexual or, or calling me gay or, or, or whatever the case may be. But I've always, I've always put a strong emphasis into my looks. I, I get my hair cut every two to three weeks. Right, right. I uh, I don't really ever stay stay clean shaved, but I'm usually well groomed, regardless of length of my beard. Lined up, lined up. There you go. I'm always lined up, fresh, regardless of the length of my facial hair or my or my top hair. Um, I always had. I've always liked clothes. I've always dressed nicely. Yep. I I accessorize. I used to. I I rock a man bag. I've rocked a man bag before. A man bag was even popular. Like if I'm in a suit. Shit, my game is on point, man. My 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 shit is tailored and ironed. My my belt matches my shoes and the leather to my watch. Like you know, I have a pocket square that matches my tie. Like I am all points. Like you can cut you can cut a piece of fruit with the 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 presses on my shirt and on my pants. So yeah. 
I've always been like that. Like I got my eyes to get my eyebrows done because I had that hella unibrow. I still get my eyebrows done, but you know, I've always made sure that I've always looked good, but I do remember getting picked on quite a bit about metrosexuality. And it's funny because I was one of the ones that picked on you for that. Mm -hmm. Not, but you know, even now, you know, like I, you know, I don't get my eyebrows done, but I do like take the the razor and I clean them all. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I have the little uh, clippers, the, the tiny ones that mm -hmm. I put the little brush card yeah, and you, I just try to keep you, them. You yeah, yeah, yourself. And, and, and that's one of the things that I, I try to keep up with, you know, I, cause now I, at this age, I, I, I kind of want to look good. And it's funny because there was one time. So, um, Backstory again, before I became like roommates with Orlando, you know, we worked at a dirty, grungy, dingy club. So I was not really too worried about what I looked like. I mean, I didn't look, I didn't go in there looking like I just got out of bed, grabbed my best burlap and, you know, headed out the house after I had a piss, you know, piss painting coating all over me. You know, I mm -hmm. still look, you know, try to look presentable, but we had a get together at another place and like when i go out man i, I want to look good and i dressed up for the occasion and i remember getting there and orlando just kind of looked at me i was looking at him i was like what he's like you clean up good i was like <laughs> i was like thanks and i'm and i'm hypercritical of of my friends like you know like if i think that you look like shit and we're going out somewhere i'm like bro you ain't wearing that you're not hanging out with me looking like that. And see, here's the thing, man. That's that's one of the things that I I I loved about the fact that we hung out a lot because you kept me on my toes. Yeah, yeah because yeah, you I, did. You're like you're you almost. But if I see you walk out of a shirt, walk out of the house with a wrinkled shirt on, I'm like, bro, go. If we gotta no, go no, no, buy no, you an iron, you need mm -hmm. to go iron that shit. So you know, military background. I never had yeah. problems with wrinkly clothes or anything mm -hmm. like that. I, I I like to think that I look pretty good, but you know, I always knew that. It was a couple of times that I do remember going to Orlando. Do I look okay? It's yeah. Like my wife, I'll be like, <laughs> well, you know, good? because back then, like, you would rock like jeans and a t shirt. What's nothing wrong with jeans and a t shirt? But, like, if you're going, part, but yeah, it wasn't no, like, no. A, but it wasn't like a plain, like, v neck t shirt. Like, it was more like a Miller Lite t shirt or a Grey Goose t shirt or a Heineken t shirt <laughs> or a Hennessy t shirt or some type of booze t shirt. You know, like those are cool to chill out in. But if you're going to go out to the bar, we're going to go, we're going out to meet ladies and meet new people and stuff like that. No, you got to bring your, you got to bring your A game. You got to look good. You know, like, you know, I have, I still have a bunch of booze t shirts that I wear around the house and stuff like uh, that. But you, I won't go, I don't wear that shit out. You, like, you, you know, have no idea how many, um, Jaeger t-shirts I had. Yeah, Jaeger was another one with the fucking deer antlers. Everybody used to ride. I used to hate that, man. I, I have no problem. Like, be like, yo, fix fix yourself up. I mean, I yeah. was notorious, even like through my my career in management. Like, if I had people come in for to work and they looked horrible, I'm like, uh, something's not right here. You need to go take care of that. Or even I used to I used to try to mentor people who come in for job interviews and they wouldn't come in wearing, you know. Even they don't even know what like business casual is. They think business casual is like shorts and flip flops with a polo shirt. And I'm like, nah, bro, let's, let's have a conversation about this. But yeah, I've always had a, a emphasis, but I mean, I've always, I've always cared about what I look like. And honestly, it, it, it's, it's not an emphasis. It's an, and I don't want to say, uh, yeah, no, it's an affinity. And I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but you yeah. know, you want to be presentable. Yeah. Cause it's, it's now growing as a little bit older. You know, I, I take more emphasis into that, 
especially working in a, in a human resources type job where mm-hmm. I do interview people, I get somebody come in the office and they look like somebody grabbed a wrinkle grenade and just threw it in their room <laughs> and then they just walked out and I'm like, bruh. Yeah, I used to get a lot of heat from friends or just anyone in general and call me like a pretty boy or what was the what was the classification back then? Metrosexual. Preppy? Preppy. No, no, preppy. Pre- oh, pre- oh, preppy. Nice. preppy. And then preppy, which I, I was from Brooklyn. Like I never really thought of myself as as preppy, but because I wore bright clothes, like I had no problem wearing Zeke Averichis. Yeah, Zeke Averichis. Yeah, no, I never owned a pair of Zeke Averichis. I had like three of them. But uh, but like I like I had no problem wearing like pastels, pinks, blues, yellows, like bright colors and stuff like that. So. You know, and I, and honestly, it never, I always took it as people were just hating, you know, like, I, you know, and they probably kiss, were. kiss my Looking ass. Looking back at it now. Yeah. They, they were like, just kiss my ass. But, you know, but if you think about it, I bet a lot of it had to do, I bet it had a lot to do with their own insecurities and their feelings of body image, because I know in their minds, they're like, I can't pull a color off like that. Or maybe they didn't feel comfortable wearing that type of a shirt or anything like that. Like. Why do people pick on people like that? You know, and and again, it has to do with insecurities. Um, one of the biggest things is that I was a, a big color black. Yeah, everything in my wardrobe for the most part was black because I was like, yeah, black goes with everything. And um, only in the last decade or so, um, like in my early twenties, I would never wear like a pink shirt or a you know a pastel color shirt. But now I got a bunch of because now i'm like oh you know i kind of got this little nice dark skin with a nice pastel color that shit pops i'm like oh okay color good. is good man color is yeah. really good and my wife a- my wife really hated the fact that all my t-shirts were black i wear a lot of black now and see she just went mm-hmm. <laughs> um I mean, I, anyway, but, no, um, but I mean, but that, it, that's fine. But when I'm wearing a, a, a black t-shirt with black shoes, a black belt, and you know, I have really dark colored pants. That's, that's funeral attire, brother. Exactly. I might as well just start getting the goth paint and the fucking Satan stars. Cause. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this. Since we're talking about body image, right? And we want to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. What? What part of your body that are you the most uncomfortable with? Uh, my, my, my midsection. It's got to be my midsection. And Stomach? Just midsection in general. Um, and I'm going to come out here with the, uh, the, the normal cop-out that a lot of guys do. Uh, oh, because of injuries and health. I do have injuries. I do have health issues like... One of the things that I struggle with is I do struggle with diverticulitis, which if anybody doesn't know is when you're, you're, um, basically your intestines get inflamed and they swell up. So, I mean, at, at any time, it's kind of like equated to like, um, like when you're gassy mm-hmm. and you feel like real big, but it hurts like crazy and it feels like somebody mm-hmm. just kicked in the nuts. Um, Mm -hmm. so I get those flare ups every now and then. And then as far as like exercise, I'm kind of limited to what I can do. Um, I had a, a, a really, uh, pretty gnarly injury, um, a few years ago. And I actually have a metal rod in my leg, um, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I I can walk, you know, I, I, I still exercise, 
but I have to be really mindful about what I eat because if not, you know, I'll smell a burger and gain three pounds. Mm -hmm. And then I have to walk for like 10 miles to burn it off. So I have to be real. So how much, so, so real talk. So how much do you, how much do you mentally put emphasis on your midsection? Like, do you look in the mirror and you're like, fucking, hey man, like this thing is still, I woke up this morning and this thing is still here. Like it's like haunting me or, you know. Honestly, okay, so honestly, personally, I don't look bad. I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't look bad. There have well, I'm been, not talking no, about, no, I don't, hold on I don't, a second. Like, okay. like, I don't look at the mirror and throw up. Okay, however, there have been times, um, like when that injury happened, and I really couldn't do anything. I got to like my heaviest ever that I've mm-hmm. ever been. And I would take a shower and I'm like, look at myself in the mirror. And I'm like, I got to tell my wife, I love her, buy her some flowers. Cause I can't believe she lets me <laughs> put it in her. Cause I look disgusting. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have given up, not given up, but I have not. And, and it's kind of like what we were talking about, like changes and stuff like that is that you got to give like little goals. I haven't mm-hmm. given up on the idea, but I, I, I don't beat myself up over it. If I'm not like super jacked, super cut, super ripped, um, I, I maintain. I do a lot of like uh, intermittent fasting. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'll do like I, I don't want to say a strict keto, but I'll do keto, very like just proteins mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I do exercise, so I don't. You know, like I know. <laughs> I have a, a little bit of a, a midsection. I know I'm a little bit of pudgy, mm-hmm. but I can still see my dick when I take a shower. So, I mean, I guess I could. <laughs> it's a win-win. It's a win-win. It's a know? win-win. It's a win. And that's saying a lot because. Mm. I think it's important for men and women to want to look better and want to feel better. But I think it's, I think what we can't lose sight of is how you feel about yourself right? Like you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and you have to be happy and comfortable with what you're looking at and mentally and physically, right? Like you really need to really love yourself. You can't, can't find love or, or, or love someone else if you just don't love yourself. Again, mentally, emotionally, physically, the whole nine yards. And you know, when you look in the mirror and if there's something there that you're not happy with, right? Maybe you're maybe maybe you feel like you've put on some weight or you think your haircut's stupid or you need a change. I don't know, something. You know, you have to ask yourself what you're willing to do to to change that, right? Like you know, how far are you willing to go and make a positive change in your life? And but some people really go down a really dark hole and can, and can lead to some pretty ugly things. Um, you know, it, you can get fixated on something and we can, we can just talk about your gut, right? Like we'll talk about the midsection, like your stomach. Like, you know, I think every guy goes through that where, you know, you start getting that beer belly or that dad bod belly, you know, God only knows that I have one. I'm trying to change that, but I have one. And you know, it's, you know, you, you look at it, but you can't obsess over it. Like some people really start like get, putting themselves down because they look horrible. Maybe 
you know, maybe you're, maybe you are recently divorced or you're dating and it's not going the way the dating is not going the way you want. And then you start picking out things physically. Like if I was like an inch taller, maybe she'd like me more. Or maybe if I was a little skinnier, she would like me more or whatever the case may be he or she for that matter. And you know, it's, it can really get down some dark paths when, with, when it comes to your body image. And then you get people that will, they'll do, they'll do things like, stupid diets, right? Like fasting, not intermittent, not intermittent fasting, but just stop eating, which can lead to eating disorders mm-hmm. uh, for men and for women. Um, because I know, I know guys who've had eating disorders or, or the, and eating disorder doesn't necessarily mean um, not eating. They could just start binge eating, right? Um, you can start becoming obsessed with working out and, but not working out properly. Cause I've seen people that, that have, are working out and you know, they go through the whole motion where they post videos themselves working out and you watch and you're like, eh, that's not really how you should probably start. And usually they fade out, right? Like they'll, like they'll go hard for two weeks and they're not seeing gains or weight loss results result. They're not getting any results. And they, they, they probably just don't know what it takes to get the result that they're looking for. So they get discouraged easily when they're not seeing the results. They don't know what realistic goals are. What, what should your body look like in two weeks, 30 days, six months? Yeah, no. And uh, I'm with you on that one. I mean, I think it's okay for you to feel, okay, well, maybe I need to change something, but Mm -hmm. it's not good when you feel pressured that you need to change something. Well, what kind of pressure are you talking about? Okay, so let's say, okay, so so let's say, so let's say, okay, like you said, a relationship or something, or, you know, you just want to look good for that person. Let's say you just want to look good for that person, but then like your wife won't come days like, you know, baby, maybe you should lose some weight. I love you, but you're not looking healthy. It's one of those, but let's say Mm -hmm. you're somebody who's obsessing and you're like, you know, okay, I'll give an example. Hugh Jackman. I think that's a freaking sexy ass dude. For real, dude. I, I'm telling that you, guy. I'm he not even look like he. I'm not, but I look, would definitely. I would. But that you know, dude look like he doesn't even put effort. Like uh, he just makes right? it all look easy. I know, right? But you know, <sighs> if you're feeling pressured, and, and when I mean pressured, okay, so that that's one thought that I wanted to go back. One of the, I think, one of the biggest reasons why we're we're getting to these body image issues mm-hmm. is because in the last decade or so, we have actually become a very health conscious society yes it's about Which we should and it's fine I think. and it's, it's fine, fine. Yeah. and it's fine and and there's it right on i mean mm-hmm. fucking a I, that that's awesome that we're kind of shifting our focus to being a more health conscious society but i think some people possibly maybe are taking that to the extreme mentally in the sense that okay i need to go from point a to point z in two weeks Instead of saying, okay, there's a point yes. A, there's a point B, there's a point Absolutely. C. But before I get to point B, let me learn about how I get from point A to point B. Because yep. I'm guilty of it too. Like I know that anytime that I've had a gym membership and I'm just starting, I feel kind of intimidated when I see the people that have a routine yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm kind of like, okay, what do I do? Um, all right. So, or I'll ask one of my coworkers. I have quite a few coworkers who are gym rats. And I'll mm-hmm. ask them, okay, so what do you do? And I get an idea, but uh, of what they're doing, but uh, everybody's 
body type is different. So what mm-hmm. works for this person is not necessarily something that's going to work for me. Yeah. And, and genetics. And genetics, genetics plays a huge yeah. part in it. And then, you know, you go, like you said, you go hard for two weeks, maybe three, maybe even a month. And then when you're not really seeing those results, mm-hmm. then you get discouraged and then it just, you're, you're back at square one. Yeah. And one of the things when it comes to especially like uh, body sculpting, if you want to go mm-hmm. with that, um, everybody said exercise, exercise, but in all reality, if you read a lot of these things, 20% of it is working out. 80% of it is how you eat. So diet. if diet, you're yeah. not, if you're working out for three hours by eating like shit, you're pissing in the wind. That's true, man. So, and yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it, diet is very important. Like we'll take, let, let's, I'll use myself as an example, right? You know, I've just recently have, have, set a goal and told myself that I want to feel better and I want to look better. Right. And more so 90% feel better. Um, you know, I, I've talked openly about the fact that I'm in remission to cancer and I don't have a thyroid. So it's a daily, my metabolism and among other hormonal things is a daily struggle for me. And, you know, like and, and and Julian always, we joke around about it and Julian talks about that I'm a very confident guy and I've always been a confident guy. And I <laughs> I am, I'm, 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 an, I'm a very confident person. I mean, I come from a confident family. I mean, literally my mom, every day of my life told me that I was God's gift to women, that I am the best man to ever walk the face of the earth. And that's how I've always carried myself after like it's just how i am i've always felt like i'm i'm good like i'm very confident no issues whatsoever but over the last decade you know i think you know with my health issues and stuff like that that confident my confidence the the orlando that everybody knows and grew up with i got robbed of him he's gone like it's it's just not there anymore you know because of cancer and because of way i feel after post-cancer and stuff like that. And just wasn't happy with myself, right? I opened up to everybody and I said that I had mental health issues and, you know, and I've, I've had a ton of physical issues and, you know, I have two young kids now that I'm trying to keep up with and I'm not getting any younger, you know? And my goal is to feel better and to have more energy. That was the goal that I set forth for myself before I started working out. I don't give a fuck if I have abs. I don't care if I'm cut and chiseled. If that's a side result of it, hell yeah. I'll be that guy in the, on, on the gram posting those pictures. But that takes a lot of work, right? Like, you know, that, that takes a ton, a ton of work and a ton of focus. But my goal right now is to look good because I want to, f- I want to feel good. When I wake up in the morning, I want to wake up feeling like I'm ready to tackle the day not wake up in the morning and be like, fuck, why do I have to wake up? I just want to lay in bed for three more hours. But, but to be energized and to, and to have more of a positive outlook, to be, you know, rewoken, I guess, re, to be awake. You know, like I think a lot of people drone on in their lives of constant misery and bullshit and wake up, take the kids to school, go to work, go pick up the kids, come home cook dinner, go to sleep. And, you know, if anything, I think COVID has shown us in the last five or six months that, you know, it, it can be when you're stuck at home, right? 
everything's a little more amplified internally. It puts a little more emphasis on the emotions that you're dealing with, right? Because you have more time to stare at yourself in the mirror. You have more time to realize the things that you should have done or you haven't done. But um, but it's it's important that you want to feel good first. You know, it's cool. You set a goal, like you want a six pack. More power to you. But I would I would highly recommend doing that research before you go out and start doing crunches. So I'm going to give you a perfect example. So I have one of my coworkers who just recently actually competed in his first um, men's physique. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is the one where you wear the long board shorts and all that. But uh, anyway, Mm -hmm. and you know, I was like, you know, (sighs) okay. When you look at them, they're like, all right, you know, very, okay. Going to the beach, doing this. They're not like the bodybuilders, like the Lee Mm -hmm. Haney's, the, you know, Ronnie Coleman's are super huge, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, very thin, very, not, not thin, but very sculpted and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Lean would very be, lean. I think the proper uh, yeah. lean. Yeah. Very lean, very tapered, you know, kind of got that mm-hmm. Y thing going on. And I was like, man, you know, that, that, that looks awesome. Fuck that. <laughs> this dude started his journey. I want to say in February, he was mm-hmm. waking up at four 30 in the morning every mm-hmm. day to go work out for at least almost like three hours. He was eating um, at least like six times a day. But when he was eating, he was basically taking in a breath. That's a meal and eating shit like fish. I'm not a fish guy, you know, yeah. but, and, and like, I would see him and it, this was a goal he set for himself, which I would, that was so awesome. You know, that's something mm-hmm. I, I always said, man, I would love to just try it out. But after mm-hmm. seeing what he went fucking through, I was like, no, man, you know what? I'm good. Because, you know, he didn't have cheat days. You know, he was just count, constantly counting his calories, counting his macros, counting this, drinking lots of water, like a week out, like a week and a half to a week out. He was now limiting his water intake. So he didn't look, so he would just be shredded. And but he's competing. But he competed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, How do he look though? Did he look, did oh, he look good? I was like, I saw the pictures. I was like, your wife is a lucky woman. Cause I would definitely, but it took so much personal sacrifice on his side. Now he's a gym rat. Yeah. I don't know how much, as, as far as but there's the, nothing wrong, there's as, nothing as far wrong as the working, out, no, 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 yeah. what I'm saying, as far as the working out part, I don't think it was so, so much of a personal sacrifice, but I think like the other portions, like the eating part, that was, he's Italian. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not being able to go out and get some cards. But I'm sure, know, he, I'm sure he feels really proud of himself because he went out and he, feels and he proud. accomplished yes. a goal. He yeah. feels proud and he wants to continue doing that. But what I'm saying is, okay, that's him. That's not for everybody. And But the oh, thing absolutely. is, like, his results were phenomenal. But that took time. It took time. Like and time. it took, hey, man, I like to eat a calzone. <laughs> I, like to, I like mac and cheese. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, it's. I mean, not, I mean, look, bro. I mean, I like, I like rice and beans, and I like, I love me a calzone. Damn, that sounds delicious. But anyway, um, you know, but like, you know, when you when you set forth on this journey, right? Like, I'm eating again, smarter. And, and, and like, but, not, but again, that's that's the thing. He went on his journey, super awesome, great results. But the but the thing is, is you know, you see social media, these athletes, and they do all these stuff and all that. 
And it's like, man, that's inspiring. Yeah. But once you see it every day, because there was times that he got cranky because mm-hmm. he wanted to mm-hmm. eat something. And then like a week before, he had to take that water pill to dehydrate and all that. And he just looked miserable. Now, he went up. He felt super great. Ate like a whole thing of Oreos afterwards. Pigged out and all that stuff. But is... I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's you see these pictures of these models and there's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. there is a lot of work, and it's shitty. It's a good, it's a good point because I think it's also shitty because a lot of these models and influencers and movie stars, they when they talk about when they talk about how they got there, I would say a vast majority of them make it sound easy, right? So if you go like if you pick up a, a, mag, a men's health magazine and the, you know, what's the taglines in there? Just ripped abs in six in weeks, six weeks, uh, you know, um, do these four workouts to get to, to, to get a bigger, to get bigger bulk or, or whatever. And you know what? That may work if your body already has a sound foundation in working out. Yeah. But if you're the average guy with average weight, or maybe you're obese, <laughs> you're not going to get abs in six weeks and you're not going to get, but you might see a significant change. If you do those workouts and you eat right in six weeks, you'll definitely probably lose a, a, a ton of weight, but you're not going to get that magazine look. And it bothers me. Like I've seen a couple times, like when scrolling through Instagram, you see somebody, if you want my abs, sign up for my newsletter or, you know, or whatever the, whatever the case may be. And I think it's, I think it's, I wish people could hold other people more accountable. It's misleading. So you and I are are movie buffs and Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring up a movie that is, that kind of came out and we saw the bootleg version of it, like right around when we first met, which is the blade Trinity. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. With Jessica B Ryan Reynolds and all that stuff. And you know, all of these guys, hot Ryan Reynolds was looking Mm -hmm. sculpted. I bought that later on. I bought that on DVD and I looked at the, like the extra mm-hmm. that motherfucker suffered. Yeah. Well, look, the guys who did the dudes who did uh, 300, 300 oh, right? My God. Those guys really, they those guys were hating life because they had to uh, fit this. And mold that's how, and, oh. and that's how, and that's how P90X came into came into existence because they were doing P90X. Yeah. I think uh, something like that. You and, know what the crazy part is that like, dude is almost it, 60 years old and he still looks like he's like 30. I fucking hate uh, him. Yeah. But, um, but you know, but the crazy part is, is like if, historically, if you go back to those times, like Spartans were probably like 110 pounds because all they ate was fucking protein and grain and fish. <laughs> <laughs> they probably, their armor weighed more than they did. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's funny because it's, it's Hollywood, man. Like that's, and, sex it's, not sells. Just that. and it's not just that. I mean, so a lot of these issues, I think you want to hear. So when you, when we go back in time and you're talking about like the 1950s, 1960s, you know, all that stuff, well, more like 1950s, 1940s. I don't think there was so many of these issues, obviously because uh, media was not so prevalent as far as the way that mm-hmm. we see it now. But we're living in an age where everything is processed. Everything has hormones and all this stuff. McDonald's. Uh, yeah. Shitty man. You know, and, and, but it's readily available. It's a lot easier yeah. to go to McDonald's than cook for a family of five. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, no, I feel you. And, and, and I think 
now I think we're starting to combat that a lot with, like I mentioned before, that I think we're becoming a more health conscious society, which is great. Um, but when it comes to like thinking healthy, I think one of the things, me personally, I think they should definitely ingrain that. Yes, you can do this. Yes, you can. High five. Mm-hmm. But it's going to take work. And don't yeah. expect overnight results. Yeah, you gotta like you look. You gotta really like my wife bought one that I couldn't fucking believe it, which was a twenty-one day fix. Mm-hmm. That there's, I mean, I get twenty-one days to start a habit, but it's not mm-hmm. gonna. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. I I guess the best advice I can give you, right from from a guy who, well, I mean, used to be an athlete and you know has has now tried to turn new leaf and, and focus more on fitness and, and my health, I would just do a lot of research before you got into this. Like understand what keto is before you do a keto diet. Understand what um, paleo is before you do a paleo diet or, or, or 30, 30 for 30 or what. I don't even know what all the, all the, all the diets are nowadays. Like I don't really follow. I think it's paleo, but okay. When I say paleo, yeah, I think like string cheese, like paleo anyway. string cheese. I and now anyway. I'm thinking mm, string cheese, mm, string cheese. But uh, anyway, so you know, you do some do research. You know, uh, you're always going to find some. Uh, you're always going to find positives and negatives to things. You don't have to do a, a crazy specialized diet to lose weight. You just got to be smart, man. Like you don't even have to count calories, like. You know, eat your meals, but cut out the shit that's bad for you. The 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 whole like pastas, the white breads, mm. you know, sugar. I mean, honestly, you probably will notice a huge difference in your life if you just cut out sugar. If you drink soda, on a if you drink soda more than three days a week, you have a problem. I can tell you right now, you have a problem. And if you can quit soda, cold turkey, you will notice a huge difference in your body right away. Mm-hmm. Like a change in mental focus, the whole nine yards. Yep. Same thing with sugar. If you, if you like to eat sweets a lot, like things like that, like that will, especially like processed sugar and like that, all that fake shit and frostings and, and all that nasty. Oh man. I, I get like my kids when they eat those, like those sugar cookies that have like that fit, you know, like the ones that they always get for the 4th of July mm-hmm. that are red, white, and blue. And they're like soft, but that, 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 the the stop yes i know exactly what you're talking about it's disgusting it's disgusting i i can't i hate that stuff man i don't Ah. even like it i hate when they even eat it i hate it drives me crazy when someone offers them the cookie because then you know the kids like huh cookie daddy cookie 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 can i have a cookie can i have a cookie and i want to be like no because your intestines are going to turn the same color as that fucking cookie don't put it in your mouth but you're like okay papi go ahead eat your cookie Anyway, but um, you know, it's it's just important that you do the research first, right? And then now if I just want do, some Krispy Kreme, some fresh Krispy Kreme. <laughs> but if you're gonna, and then if you're gonna work out, do that research too, man. Like, there's a lot of, you know, there are a lot of influencers and a lot of celebrities out there that have very good, strong points of views as far as health is concerned. Like The Rock, I think, is a good example of that. You know. He always talks about hard work and dedication and, and getting there. Kevin Hart. Yep. He's an oh my his, God. Story, his story is just incredible. Especially after his accident. Accident, yeah. Absolutely. That dude is a 
beast. You want to catch motivation, you know, Kevin Hart is definitely uh, a, a person to do that with. But, you know, you just got to find the right people to listen to. Even if you want to focus on a celebrity, you know, just find the right one, man. Like, there's no magic button. I wish there was one because I'll tell you right now, if it was, I'd be 21 all over again. If there was, I'd be, I'd be popping pills and I'd be popping magic pills and pressing magic buttons all day long if that was the case. I wish I could do that. But I mean, the reality is we can't. And when it comes to body image, I think it's, I think we can agree that everybody, for the most part, everybody has some sort of body image issue. Absolutely. Now, the issue with that is, are we going to let that issue consume us? Again, I said, you know, I, I, this is going to sound super, but like Orlando, you know, we always been, we've been friends for a long time. I've always said he's a very confident guy. Whether he feels one way or another and he's exercising like, and you know, I follow his stories and all that stuff. There's some things that he does that me personally, I would never do because I have those insecurities and those mm-hmm. body issues regardless. Like what? Like um, what? Okay. So, you know, you got your new Peloton bike and there's a picture that you're doing the high angled selfie and you just mm-hmm. have the, the, the meter, the, res, uh, the heart rate, the, the heart, heart rate, rate monitor and you have your shirt off. Bro, mm-hmm. I don't take my shirt off at the beach. I'm that guy and, uh, that wears you know shirt. What? And I'm, and I'm really glad that you brought that up because it took a lot for me to post a photo like that. I actually have like 15 more photos that I've taken on the Peloton bike or working out with no shirt on. And it's funny because when I work out, I don't work out with a shirt on at home and not because I like the way I look because I sweat like a whore in church. Like I sweat through every orifice of my body. And, um, but, but I posted the picture for a couple of reasons. One, it was for me because hopefully in 30, 90, 60 days, I'm going to get to go. Well, I did that wrong. Hopefully. <laughs> so fucked up math you got there, bro. But okay. 30, hopefully, 60, 90 days. Okay. Andy, hopefully in 30, 60, 90, 90 days, six months down the line, a year down the line, I'll go, I could go back at that picture and I could, I have a point of reference for my, for myself, right? For my progress. The other one is because it's no different than the same stance I took when I was diagnosed with cancer. And I made my life very public about doctor visits, treatment, surgery, remission, because it's, it's more to educate. Like I want people like you, Julian, who are uncomfortable with showing their body when they go to the beach or work out or take pictures of themselves that anybody can do it. Cause I'll tell you right now, there's no abs on my body. I got, I got some male boobies going on. Like I'm not cut or shred whatsoever. I'm not, I'm not oblivious. I don't take those pictures thinking I look sexy as fuck. Cause I assure you that there's been no women slipping into my DMS being like, damn baby, I want a piece of that. 
honestly, my wife, my, my, my wife has been like, oh, I see someone's getting a little confident, but it's not even a confident. It's not a matter of confidence. You know, I just want other people to know that it's okay to do stuff like that. Like perfect example, you and I talk about taking more pictures more often for social media, right? Because if you look even on our Invincibly Broken podcast page, most of the photographs are of me. And I'm like, Julian, take more pictures. Julian. And I, and I, and I, and I have conversations with Julian about using angles and using lighting and using photo editing and filtering to take good quality pictures. And I'm like, people, you know, we're, we're personalities. We're public figures. People want to see you be comfortable with who you are. Right. Like I, like, I don't think there's, a, I don't think you're a bad looking guy. You look the same. You look the same with a shirt on and a shirt off. You can't hide much with a shirt. It doesn't, there's not much of imagination left underneath our middle-aged bodies anymore. We're not going to the beach and them ladies are like, oh shit, sister, look, check it out. Check it that. Look at that poppy over there. Hold on. He's about to take his shirt off. I know he looked, I know he looked like he got the dad bod, but I bet, I bet he got the six pack under there. And then when you take the shirt off, they're like, ah, damn. That's a they keg. <laughs> That's a That's keg. That's a keg. That's a keg. <laughs> that, that dude's carrying a kegerator with a backup keg in the Yo, back. Oh girl, you, know? you got kangaroo nipples. <laughs> you know, like it's not. It's, it, it, it's, there's no, there's nothing left for the imagination. The one thing I've learned through my years of just dating and, you know, just being around women is that women will always fall for the guy with confidence over, over, because overlooks is, is what I'm saying. If they're confident and they're funny and they're social and the personality shines, women will be attracted to that doesn't matter i mean dude we you and i know a bunch of guys that we've seen their girlfriends and we're like what the how did how the man he must have a personality or he's hung like uh, a horse (laughs) yeah whatever but but still you know like i you know or he's got a big wallet very big wallet but um you know i just think it's important that everybody understands we're all human and bodies go through change. I, I actually follow a couple of people on Instagram that have shown their transformation and they were very heavy, like 450 pounds. And now they're like 170 pounds and they got stretch marks and they have parts of their body that are sagging and they, you know, they show it with confidence. And I'm like, yo, good for you. Show that shit off. Those are, those are like scars of war. Like you went to war with the most difficult opponent that you possibly will ever face yourself and your self doubt. And you did it. You have stretch marks. So what? Now you're going to be able to not worry about heart disease, diabetes. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to worry about fucking getting winded, walking upstairs. Like if you want to eat that donut, you earn that donut. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, you should be proud of yourself when you make those type of losses. Like, fuck that. Have stretch marks. Stretch marks are good. Like, you know, if you're losing weight and you're making gains and you got stretch marks, wear them proud, show them off, flex them. I was flexing just so everybody knows for that quiet. No. And, 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 and again, like I always said, I don't think I'm a bad looking guy. I don't think I'm disgusting. The, the whole thing that I said, oh, I never take my shirt off, even at the beach. I don't know. That's just like one of those things because like growing up, I was the fat kid. Mm-hmm. I was. So, I mean, those are, I think those are more of a mental 
um, obstacles yeah. Yeah. that I just haven't gotten around to, or they really don't bother me so much. Um, but, the, but, but, but do they, but the thing is, you know, there are some things like, you know, there's, there's very few people that have ever seen me without a shirt. And I think you should work on that, Julian. I think you should challenge yourself. Like, you know, I know you and I have been talking about just being healthy and, and working harder for our mental health and, and physical health. But I think you should challenge yourself, man. Like if you're going to be doing a little bit of working out, eating right, man, take that fucking picture, dude. You don't have to, and, and post that shit, man. Like it's, it, I guarantee you, you probably get more positive results than what you think of. And I think it'll probably help you with that thing. Like I, like I, I just, you shouldn't sell yourself short. I mean, this, there's a woman now that, I mean, there's, there was at least one woman in this world. Well, actually we know there's three women in this world that has seen you with your shirt off and naked. So it can't be that bad. <laughs> that's, the, that's three that you've been legally married to, not to mention any other women that you've dated before that time. So don't sell yourself short, brother. <laughs> How do you follow up that? I don't know. Just there could have yeah. been more too, but you know, nah. Nah. I can't. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, man, like you just got to get comfortable. You got to get comfortable with yourself, bro. Like you, we're not getting any younger. Right. And see, here's the thing, like with me, like with the, the, the body, like it's not that I'm not comfortable with myself. I'm very comfortable with myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I know, you know, uh, I'm not going to win the Olympia. I know that. So I don't set those unrealistic but, goals for myself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I focus, you know, I do and I feel better. My whole thing about when it comes to like the body image, I've gotten to a point in my life where the body image is not so much the biggest thing knowing with all the other issues that I've had is more the health, you know, mm -hmm. I, I want to, um, so, uh, one of the things that runs in my family and, and it's more like on my mother's side of the family, there's quite a bit of diabetes, 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 diabetes. Um, there's high blood pressure, you know, things like that. I've always been at least uh, been, been very blessed. I, when I have my physicals, my, my blood sugar levels are always very low. Um, my heart rate, like not my heart rate, but like my, um, my blood pressure always ranges over like the one thirteens over seventies. So I've had very healthy on that. So I've always been good. Um, and I've always felt good because I've been able to maintain that. Um, my worries now is more as I've gotten older with a lot of the other health issues that I've had that I need to maintain. Look, man, uh, I know my wife thinks I'm good looking and that's all really that all that matters to me. Okay. If she's willing to just completely sexually assault me at night, I'm good with that. I'm good but with he, that. But but, though but that's important. But that's important the thing that is, you're, wait, hold on. No, but no, it's hold important on, hold, that you, hold on a second. But like I said, when I look in the mirror, I don't say, Ugh. I acknowledge the fact that I'm, okay, I might need to change a little bit. Let me work on this. But it, it's not something that I dwell on. It, it doesn't take me to a dark place. I don't say, Ugh. <clears throat> yeah, would I look awesome with a six pack? Fuck okay, yeah, I would look awesome with a six pack. No, yeah. However, you also need I don't but, I mean, have an unrealistic expectation. That once I start working out three weeks from now, I'm going to have six pack. Right, that's not the way yeah, it works. 
but it's but not necessarily saying you. <clears throat> but the, I'm in general, not, I'm not necessarily I'm not necessarily talking about you. But in general, what you're saying, I understand what you're saying, but I think it has some holes in it, right? Because it's important that your significant other and your wife is happy with you, right? And if she loves you and 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 she's still turned on by you, that's great. But also, it's important for you to feel good about yourself and for you to love yourself. Now, you saying that you're comfortable, you know, and that you don't have that, and that's fine. It's good. But sometimes people get too comfortable with being comfortable. Agreed. Right? Agreed. You're in your, you're in your forties. You're not getting any younger. I know you, and, and, and we've talked about this. I know that you, you, you eat, you do, you're making better choices about eating and stuff like that. But you know, like that blood pressure, keep an eye on blood pressure and diabetes runs in your family and stuff like that. For, for general, for everybody, you shouldn't, you should never get comfortable with being comfortable, right? Not necessarily for health and if health reasons, it could be anything, you know, challenging yourself mentally, challenging yourself physically. You want to con- always try to strive for, something new learn something new some some achievable goal you know and and i agree with you and and yes absolutely when when i say that i'm comfortable meaning i have confidence in me not that i'm comfortable i'm saying i have confidence i know that i can walk in there and i knew what you meant i just wanted to make sure for our listeners now let me backtrack and say yes it's very easy to be comfortable with being comfortable and that's when you know especially men I mean, I'm pretty sure it happens to women too. But what I'm saying from a male perspective, that's when we start going and that that's when that, you know, uh, a 36 inch waist, because we're comfortable, starts becoming Mm -hmm. into a 32, I mean, a 38, then a 40. Then next thing you know, you Mm -hmm. have dicky do and it's been seven years since you've last Mm -hmm. seen your dick and it's long enough for Mm -hmm. it to be called legally dead. That is not what I mean by being Mm -hmm. comfortable. And yes. A lot of people do get like that. Yeah. Because they're like, ah, she's not going anywhere. You know, let me eat that extra, let me eat that extra croissant. Yeah. And you know, and then that's the, that's when, and then that's when it happens, right? Then, then you got comfortable and then your significant other might get comfortable too. get, might get comfortable too, but not even that, like maybe in her mind, she doesn't want to be comfortable. And we already know that in a lot of relationships, communication is not strong. So she feels a certain way. She thinks that you're comfortable with life. You don't want to talk about it, even though she has maybe tried talking to about, talking to you about it or the other way around. And then that leads to marital problems and her leaving you or getting promiscuous or whatever the case may be. And that right there sums up what I think we've been talking about this whole time. And I think it sums up a lot of what we've been talking about. The very reoccurring theme of our very last episodes is that communication and is the way that we as men males think about some stuff is because one of the reasons that I think that, yes, uh, we both agree that initially the focus was on the women and the woman's uh, body, the woman's sexuality and all that stuff because of all these magazines. But, and I'm here to say women are a lot more emotionally evolved and emotionally Mm -hmm. mature than men. Absolutely. You're going to get your, your guy here, there that, you know, I think I'm pretty mature. I think I'm pretty emotionally, I, I don't mm-hmm. have a problem. I'm confident enough that I can talk about my feelings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with that. 
but you know, it's not a general blanket statement. Uh, culturally, socially, and traditionally, men, these are some of the things that are not in a man's wheelhouse. And then we actually even brought up in the last episode that I think um, that as far as I said, that I always make fun of this new generation, the millennials and Generation Z or whatever. But there's a lot of good things that I see is because they, as far as on the males of these generations, they're a lot more apt to talk about their feelings. And I think mm-hmm. that's a positive because maybe a lot of these issues will not, uh, will, will start seeing a decline in these issues as far as mm-hmm. um, maybe these mental health issues and stuff like that, because now they're a lot more apt to talk about them, more share about them. Because um, the only time growing up that I ever thought about body issues is because I was being made fun of for being fat, chubby and shit like that. Yeah. And then yeah. it made me feel like shit, but my bullies got a kick out of it. So then yeah. it didn't help my situation because now I felt worse about it. So what I think is a step in the right direction is the fact that we're talking about this is the fact that this newer generation is talking about this, especially while there's information available, readily available that, you know, it's, it's not taboo to talk about it. And I think that's a very important thing that we need to underline here. It, there's going to be body issues. It's okay to have body issues. It's okay to talk about them. Um, but let's have realistic expectations of those. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you a hundred percent. So, you know, I think it's a good stopping point, but before we end the show, you know, to all our listeners out there, you know, after you finish listening to this podcast, go find the mirror and look in the mirror. And, you know, if you're not happy with what you see in that mirror, you know, talk to yourself about making a change, a positive change, right? You know, Talk to yourself as an individual internally, find someone that you're comfortable with that you can have a conversation with about how you're feeling, whether it's mental or physical and, you know, do some research. You know, if, if you're looking to, if you feel like you're having, you know, mental health um, issues that you want to talk to somebody with, you know, do some research about what those symptoms look like talk to a friend shit you could reach out to julian and i we'll be more than happy to talk to you about that if you want to do something physical and you want to get out there and you want to make a change and you want to get healthier you want to look better whatever the case may be man like you know i don't care if you just want to feel better set yourself some goals do some research before you go out there and you start doing diets and and whatnot really look at what your body needs right go consult a doctor get some blood work done Really know what you can do for that can make you feel better and fucking nip the excuses in the butt. Let, let, let's, let's remove all the excuses, that bullshit that I have an old injury, that I have pre-existing health issues. I'm, I'm married. I don't need to do that because I have, I'm, I'm, I'm happily married. I don't have to work on my, 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 my mental health or my physical health. That's all bullshit. Those are all excuses and we all have them and we all have to move those out of the way. So get out of your, move out of your way to help yourself. Um, and you know, if you want to continue to engage with us and continue this conversation going, you want to talk about body image issues or self-confidence issues, or even 
talk about making positive change, you can jump on invinciblybroken.com. You can create us, shoot us a comment on there or shoot us an email. You can follow us on social media. You can engage with us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter by simply just searching Invincibly Broken. You should be following us by now on all three platforms. <clears throat> For you new listeners out there, please go ahead and follow us on social media. Please don't forget to hit the subscribe button on the podcast app that you're listening us to. Helps us out a lot. If you want to follow me, Orlando, on Instagram, you can follow me at invincibly underscore Orlando. And if you want to follow me, Julian, you could follow me at invincibly underscore Julian. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of our podcast. If you're looking to go out and, and make a positive change and go out there, embrace your change, embrace your body, em- embrace your mental health. Um, it's time. It doesn't matter if you're an athlete or you're totally out of shape. Just try to be happy for yourself. Go out there and do you block out all that bullshit noise and just focus on yourself. Till next week, 